Production. Recorded live. Inspire. Invigorating. Invigorating this life should be feeling energy rushing through your veins. Rid your life of those only feeding off your precious energy. Eliminate conversations that detoxify your spirit. Appreciate and be appreciated in this life. Navigate. Navigate your own journey. Make your own path addressing all eight domains of your life. Brought forth by Dr. Nat. Health, education, personal development, financial, environment, family, spirituality, and recreation, too. Striving for success, not only defined by financial freedom, but intertwined with peace of mind and personal fulfillment. Personal fulfillment, be all that you can be, just like the Army says. Just one can make the difference. You are of vital importance. Importance, impacting each life you touch, considering someone outside of yourself, taking the time to lend a helping hand, radiating, radiating positive energy in every breath you take, every action you partake, engulfing, engulfing in your dream going beyond your wildest imagination. I, Enigmatic Mahogany, am here to invigorate, navigate, strive, personally fulfill, impact, radiate, engulf. I'm here to inspire you with my pen. Greetings and salutations, everyone. Welcome to Inspirational Expressions. Welcome to you under the wonderful umbrella of POET, Poet Radio, where Black Ice is our illustrious leader and the brainchild behind Poet Radio. Tonight, we are truly blessed with an amazing, amazing individual, an artist, award-winning, national and international author, best-selling poet and entrepreneur, none other than Ms. LaDonna Marie. We're going to go ahead and bring her in tonight and get inspired by her story. Please keep your presence available towards the end of the segment, as well we will get back to our poetic can if time does permit. Once again, welcome everyone to Inspirational Expressions. I am your host, Enigmatic Mahogany. Welcome to the show, LaDonna. How's it going? Hi. Thank you so much for having me. It's going great. How are you? Blessed and highly saved. It's definitely a blessing <laughs> to have you here tonight. I thank you so very much for taking the time out of your schedule. You could have been anywhere else, but you are here tonight here <laughs> at Inspirational Expressions, so I greatly appreciate it. Now, you actually do a lot of different things. I know I kind of highlighted upon a couple of them, but I definitely want to give you the opportunity to kind of go way back, back in the day, back okay. to Mississippi River. When you were first born, and growing up, and you know, a lot of times, unfortunately, even in the world that we face today, LaDonna, so many youth are battling and struggling with self-esteem. And it's not only just ladies, it's also the young men that are growing up, and especially our African-American children. So I'd like to kind of go back then when you were going through those types of self-esteem and what it is that poetry brought into you and became your actual outlet. Right. Well, thank you so much for that that question. And that's a great question because it is the beginning. Um, it's the beginning. I started out um, always, always was outspoken and I always had something to say, but it was always, you know, respectful. Um, I felt like I had a voice. And, you know, in Mississippi, sometimes, you know, grownups don't let you say what you want to say. You have to, you know, learn. You have to learn, you know, when to talk and, and when to say things. And, and so, I felt like I was kind of losing my voice because I didn't want to be disrespectful, you know. I wanted to be respectful, but I just felt like I, I, I didn't have a voice. And 
um, it, it just wasn't encouraged. I had questions. I was inquisitive. I wanted to know about things. And to me, just a teenager growing up, it, it just seemed like it wasn't important. So I started to kind of turn into my shell and, and then all of a sudden, I, you know, I wanted to give up on life and I, and I actually mm. did, I did. And I, I tried to commit suicide when I was between the ages of 12 to 14. It's so long ago, I can't really remember. But oh, in wow. that time period, in that time period, God came to me and he said, mm. he said, my daughter, he said, I'm going to heal you so that you can heal others. And that's the gift that he gave me was to writing poetry because I started just journaling out my thoughts. Journaling out, I didn't have anybody else to talk to. So I said, okay, I'll put them in this folder. I'll start to write them out. And then they were just journals at first, and then they turned into poetry. And then it took on another life all itself. So I've been writing since I was 12 years old, sitting in my room. I have a poem called The Gift Was Born. Um, and it just helped me to release all my anger, all my frustration, being the being a young girl who wanted to know about dating, who wanted, you know, approval, who wanted to be understood, um, who wanted to, you know, be accepted by her friends and finding a way, you know, finding my place in the world. And so poetry became my outlet. It became actually my therapy before I even knew, you know, about what like all went into, you know, going to a therapist and things like that, but it became my therapeutic outlet. And so, I just gravitated. I would write about everything, and then it would be like a release for me. You know, I wouldn't go out and do anything bad, but my thoughts were in the comfort of my folder, in the comfort of my journal, and that's where I could be able to express myself. And and and, and it, it was poetic. You know, every time I wrote it and I would let other people read it, they would be like, wow, that sounds like, you know, something that I've been through. And that's how I knew that the gift not only was for me, like he said, but it was for as I healed and got those things out, I found other people along the way who were going through the same thing, who needed that voice, who didn't know how to express what they were feeling. And I had found it, you know, when I was um, a teenager. Wow. And so many individuals, and definitely young people, even younger than teenagers, are looking for that scapegoat. They're looking for that refuge. They're looking for that therapy, but they don't know what to do with it. You know, a lot of times, like you said, there's a time and a place to stay. So you almost felt yes. like you were losing your voice. And I, I can definitely relate to that because I know dealing with even my own children and other children, a lot of times when there are things going on in the world, parental relationships, children feel like they do lose their voice. So what is it for those young listeners that may be on the phone line tonight and they may not know how to express themselves? They may not feel like they have anywhere to go. They may have possibly committed or thought about committing suicide. They may have even attempted and had failed attempted suicide. What message would you like to relay to them tonight? Well, I would like to tell them, you know, not to give up and to believe in themselves, to start to believe more in themselves. Because what I had to learn at that time, because, you know, they say our parents do the best that they know how with us at that time. And even though sometimes it is overwhelming, and even though you want so so deeply for them to understand you, then I, w I would tell them to connect with somebody that's positive. You know, even if it, it doesn't have to be your family member, it could be, you know, a positive friend. It could be a big brother, big sister, cousin, or someone positive to help them stay on the straight and narrow. Because, you know, I want them to connect with someone that will give them that hope or that will give them that e their ear so that they can listen, they can be, you know, they can talk and they can feel like they're being heard. Because you, once you turn into, your, you know, yourself, you know, something, sometimes I always say I thank God that he didn't let me be a statistic, but 
I almost was there, but that the hurt was just that much. So I just wanted mm. to tell them, and I also had to, like, poetry was my outlet. Find that, find something that you like. Find something that you do and focus more on the things that you can bring to the world and not what's trying to suck you away from experiencing it. Because once you decide to look outside of what you have, and like I said, even though it may be painful, you just have to keep going and keep believing and believing in yourself. Start saying some affirmations in the mirror. You know, know who you are. Encourage yourself. That's the one thing that I always had to do. I encouraged myself, even when I was down, even when I was happy, or even when I was angry going through different things. I always encouraged myself that there's going to be a brighter day and that, you know, one day, you know, things will change and think I will understand how to better handle things as they go. But to connect with someone doesn't have to be related to them, but someone that can keep them on the positive route. And just to keep believing in themselves and encourage themselves and find something that they love to do and change their focus, shift their focus to the positive and not only just focus on the negative. And what a beautiful message you convey. And the reason that I wanted to kind of start tonight's show in reference to the experiences of growing up and being able to provide advice and encouragement and upliftment for the young people, because beyond the poetry, beyond being an author, you're also a motivational speaker, so you take time out of your day to ensure that you're motivating individuals. And I, I love that about you because so many times you, you don't see where we're reaching back to the community, and you do that within reaching out to the young team. So when exactly was it that you decided that motivational speaking was also going to come up under your belt as well? <laughs> well, you know what? Actually, God, God, God told me because I was writing books and I was sitting uh, one day, I was sitting down and I was just like, okay, I was like, what's next? <laughs> I was like, you know, I, I wrote that, that, that first book and I was like, now I'm on to the second book. And I was like, you know, I'm excited. And I was like, okay, what's next? And then the next thing that happened within a couple of minutes, actually, I got an email from a lady and said, hey, LaDonna, I have a girls group. You know, she's like, and I, oh, wow. I would love for you to come out and speak to them. And I looked up to God and I said, okay, so motivational speaking, that's where it is. And then that's and then it, it took me. That's where it took me. So I decided I told her yes. And then I went up and I went to talk to the girls. And I went to encourage them because the same thing, they needed someone who um, could help them to kind of see past what they had going on right now. And someone to see, you know, hey, she's. She looks like me or she's a girl like me. So, you know, and I have these things going on. Let me see how she's overcome these things. So it turned out to be, you know, a great, great aspect in my life and avenue because to tell you the truth, when I was younger, I only wanted to be the person behind the words. I wanted to mm. just write. I just, I just wanted to write. Now, I knew I always had a voice because I felt like he had gotten crippled, but I still just wanted to be the person behind the words. So, I'm writing all all the time. I'm sitting here right now with all of my books in front of me and all the ones I co-authored in a CD. And so I'm always in that writing ready mode to express different avenues. And so but God told me, he said, no, it's time for you to give them a little bit of you. So that means oh. I have to take the messages that I put in these books and the ones that he divinely gives me and to give them out to other people because they need them. They need them. Because like you said, the journey is not always, it's just your your path, but it's always the ones you touch alone. And I always believe in when he gave me um, 
Plenty of positive seeds. He gave me First Thessalonians 5 and 11. says, encourage each other and build each other up just the second you are doing. So that means when you make it or when you feel, you know, you can, you can pour back into someone, then you do that. You can encourage them where you are. And I love to meet people where they are because we've all been there. We've all shared some type of space where we've been down and we've been looking on how to get to the next step. And so I just share my life lessons and everything that he gives me. And that's how motivational speaking for me just took on another life under my belt. And it, it became authentic. Um, it became genuine because my passion is to encourage and it's always to heal and to help others. And poetry just does it for me. And in the speaking, I always, you know, put it, put, uh, put that in with it as well. Now, did you think back then, when you got that little post coming in, LaDonna, that you would have so many venues under your belt, such as the Southwest Mississippi Youth Legend Ball, I Am, UC Girls Group, Restore Connections International, and that's me day in Savannah, Georgia, and you even traveled beyond Georgia. You went to California and Brooklyn, New York, to ensure that you're healthy and healing individual with God and poetry. Did it ever at any point when you got that first little poke have any idea how grand this theme of motivational speaking would be for you? I I did not. I did not. But, you know, the one thing that I always do is I listen and I trust. You know, I listen and I trust. Speaking of, of, of California, you know, when I went mm. to California, I went with my, my spiritual mom and it was just a trip. She said, come on, LaDonna, I want you to go up here with me. And I said, okay, I'll go. And I went up there, and, well, they, I knew another lady. She had asked me from knowing my spiritual mom, and she asked me to come up. And I didn't know it was a benefit program for Victorville, California, so I went up there. But when I got up there, unbeknownst to me, it was going to be like over 300 to 400 oh, wow. people <laughs> in, in, in the place. And so I was standing over there, and I was like, God, here we are. I was like, it's me and you. And so and then I went up there, and he just continued to tell me to just to motivate them, just give them what I've given you, and, you know, give back to, to that. And that took a – that just – I went up there, and you you would have thought it – I would have thought it was just one person sitting in the front row, but it was everybody. <laughs> because I was, I was allowed to speak to everyone and just take it, you know, and just trust him. Trust him. He said wherever he provides, wherever this path that he leads me on, that's the one that I'm going to go on. And so – Whenever I go anywhere, whenever people ask me, you know, to come and speak to their youth or even the adults, you know, they want me to come and speak to them, I just go and meet them where they are. And it's always a growth for both of us. It's always something empowering or encouraging and uplifting. And to meet someone where they are, that in itself is powerful, Adana. So I want to ensure that the callers on the phone lines, those in the chat room, those that are tuned into the event page, it's not all about you. You have to meet a person where they are to be able to have the most dynamic impact. And it's beautiful mm -hmm. that you have that ability and that you also say that, hey, I listen. And not only do you listen, but you follow each of the directives that's been provided for you from the Heavenly Father. Right. So that is absolutely amazing. And not many people, unfortunately, can say that, Lazana. Now, I know that we kind of went into the angle of the motivational speaking, definitely for mm -hmm. encouragement for our young people, and those words, honestly, can even reach adults, not even necessarily just young people, but I do want to also give you the opportunity to highlight the various other skills and abilities that you do have. So I want to go back. I want to take you back about uh, nine years ago, back in 2007, 
when your first coin was actually published. So I want to actually kind of speak back to that and what those feelings felt like when your coin was published. It was no longer the pages of your notebook, but now a published poet. Yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> Thank you for taking me back there. Well, let me tell you, um, well, let me give you a little prelude to, to before then, because that was in 2007. So 2005, I was still writing, 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 and I had experienced, I was in, you know, the Hurricane Katrina era. I had moved on the coast, and Hurricane Katrina had came through, and I had just moved, and all of my poetry and everything was still, it got wet. And it was all in the folder, and I, I looked at it, and I said, God, but when, but it was okay. It did get wet and everything. I had to, you know, do 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 things to, you know, get back to where I was in life as a, you know, with the hurricane. But my poetry was saved. That was one of the things, you know, that, that was saved. And I told God that after I got back up there and retrieved my stuff, and I said, okay, so these didn't get messed up in the hurricane, and I can still, you know, read all of them, and I can still use them as I said, okay, so now it's time for me to do something with them. I said, it's, not, it's no longer time for me to just hold on to them. It's time for me to let them go. And so then it took me, it was two years I was doing a lot of research because I'm a research girl, and I like to do a lot of research. And so I researched with the, um, the company, um, it was League of American Poets, it was Whispers, and they were taking um, submissions. And so I said, Submitted one of my one of my poems, and you know it it got on. They said, okay, well we would like this poem. I was ecstatic because I was like, <laughs> okay, it, uh, I was like, it's not only because you know you always think your stuff is great. You know I go through the house still now. I read my books all the time. I'm like, I love this poem. I know I was when I wrote this one, and so the poem uh, that I wrote for that book, I was like, okay, well, I'm just going to test the waters. And I sent it, and they sent me this amazing letter back saying how it was going to get into there, was going to go international all over across the world, and it's going to be you and are now a part of the League of American Poets. And I was so happy because I was like, yes, they get it. You know, that's the thing that I was right. like, okay, so it's just not, it's just not me. It's, it's them. It's the judges. It's the people who had to screen and, and edit things to put them in the book so it's just not me and it felt great it was amazing I was like wow you know this gift is something that is truly God-given and it's truly going to reach other people it's going to it's no longer just going to sit in my poetry books but it's going to reach other people and I was so excited too I was just thankful that you know others were able to get it and that it was finally I was finally a published poet <laughs> at the time Right. And you know what? Even beyond just that moment, LaDonna, as you're saying, your gift is God-given and being given the ability to reach the masses from near and far, you are getting so many accolades. You know, it's one thing, like you said, you, you feel like you did, but when those people start recognizing you for that talent, it just brings forth a whole new meaning and a whole new excitement within you. Because I was reading up on your profile. I like to research my my guess is they come on, <laughs> and I, I see that you got the certificate of congratulations from California Thompson, Second District of Mississippi. Then, not too much after you were inducted into Who's Who in Black Mississippi in 2012. How many people can say mm. that? What was that feeling <laughs> yeah. like to know that you are Who's Who in Black Mississippi? Oh, my goodness. Let me tell you, everything is a story with me, and I'm going to try to keep it short, but I was so ecstatic <laughs> because 
I I was traveling home, and, you know, in between me living and moving, and so I was just checking my mail at home. And so when I, I got the letter when I was at my mom's house on my way coming back to Georgia, and I probably had about two days or a day or something to get the information. And it was like, hey, you are, you know, you potentially you're going to be in this book and we need you to submit your information and you were nominated. And I was just like, wow. I was sitting there like, wow, this is so amazing because <laughs> I didn't even do anything. Somebody else did it for me, but who was the person? But thank you for doing it. I was like, wow. Right. So I was so excited because I was like, Wow. So I'm out here and I'm doing these things and I'm, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm encouraging people and I'm loving it because this is my passion, but other people can recognize the beauty and the passion and, you know, everything that I have going on. And now I'm about to be in the who's who. And so when I got to go to Jackson, Mississippi, and I was surrounded by so many other people, so many other, you know, judges and authors and lawyers and doctors, and it was oh, wow. everybody. And I was like, wow. You know, I, I am a part of this, and for the to have, you know, like you said, even a certificate from Congressman Benny Thompson, like when that showed up in the mail, I was like, wow, I was like, it's just <laughs> awesome because this came all the way from Washington, you know, I was like, you know, he thought enough him and his people to send me, you know, congratulations because I was representing, even though I was living in Georgia now, I was representing Mississippi as an author from Mississippi, writing, following my dreams, you know, native to my heart and to the core of just giving out my gift to people. And so I was just, I was amazed. And I just, I always thank God because I was like, this is, these are the best random acts of kindness and blessings that you can bestow on a child who thought that nobody really cared to listen, you know, to the things I had to say as I was growing up. And I was like, so now this is amazing because people are taking notice. People are listening. People are reading. People are buying. People are getting healed. People are being encouraged. And it's all from me. And I'm, I'm so thankful that I can meet them there and that I can share and pour out into my environment, into the communities, into people things that they can use, and it's just amazing. It's always amazing to me. I'm excited. And I am excited because the journey, like you said, to go from someone that thought that they had lost their voice to now your voice, your words are reaching the masses, even with more accolades to come behind, LaDonna. In 2013, Best of Liberty Contest, runner-up in the writer's category, and 2013 was clearly a year for you because I understand that you actually launched your first Youth for Christ conference called Planting mm-hmm. Positive Seeds. So I want to kind of take a step because that was a highlight as I was going through on your resume and definitely get your different skills there. What was the brainchild behind planting positive seeds? What did you know that, hey, I have to do something with this. I have to go beyond the motivational speaking. I have to go beyond the poetry. I have to go beyond and actually establish a conference that's going to empower, motivate, and encourage. Well, again, I was listening <laughs> when when I was on that trip. When when I was on the trip in um, I was when I was in California and like me and my spiritual mom, we were we were coming away from. I was actually coming back from speaking, and we were in the car and we were riding, and she was doing her thing. She was singing, and I was sitting over there just you know just taking in the moment, taking in the experience. And, you know, clearly I heard God speak to me and he said, you're going to have a youth conference and it's going to be called Planting Positive Seeds. 
and mm. he gave me two two poems. I think I wrote the poem "I See You," and I wrote uh, another poem called "I uh, Conversations with God," or, or it was another one. I wrote two poems in that car exactly that day, and I, you know me at first I was like, "Me, God, are you something like me?" You know, I was like, "Here I am. You just, you know, you getting me out like little by little." I was like, "I love helping like one on one. I'm all you. I'm your girl one on one." But you, I'm like, three hundred, four hundred people. I just left over here in California, and now you said I'm about to do a youth conference, and that was July of 2013. But I didn't do too much like going back and forth too long. I just say, "Okay," I say, "Yes, sir, I will." And by that was July, and then by November of 2013, I did my first conference. I launched my first Planet Positive Seeds conference. I had I had speakers lined up. Um, I had reached out to some of my friends. Um, I had my even my children were there. They came to do different things. I had uh, some other speakers, music. I had the first my um, producer who helped me to produce Jonathan Kelly um, conversation with God. He put I see you the poem that one of the poems that God gave me. He put it to music. And I played that at, you know, during the conference, and it was amazing. You know, I was nervous. I didn't know how. I didn't know, you know, where and why and what. I didn't know any of that, but I just trusted. And I said yes, and I did it. And everybody who left the first conference, I was like, I felt like, you know, you wanted so many people to be there, and I only had like less than three to four months to get it together. But when God says, move, I'm saying, okay. And so I did it, and, and it felt good because I got a chance to, you know, get up and speak and, and do things. And I talked about the fruits of the spirit. I talked about different things because I'm a poet, but I'm also, because I have so many amazing things connected to God in my life that he, he does for me. So he's always going to be a part. And so I was able to impart the way that he loves and how he heals and different things that we go through that we really don't have to go through or we think we go through by ourselves, but he's never going to leave us or forsake us. And I was like, it took me to get that. He saved me when I was young. So I'm, even though I'm an adult, but I still know how the young people feel. And so that's the reason why when he told me, he said, you're going to go get my children. You're going to go help my children. And I said, okay, because I know how it feels. And here I am trusting and believing. And he's moving me in these different categories. So with Planet Positive Seed, it all came together because, you know, whatever we, we plant and whatever we sow, we're going to reap. And so I want to plant good things into others because I, even though I didn't have anyone planting it into me, but God was planting it into me. So he, it was me and him. We journeyed together. So even if I can't be there physically, you know, I'll vocally, or you can get, grab a book or you can hear me speak and you'll take one, one something and you'll take it and it'll be able to do something for your life. And so I said, thank you for choosing me to do it, even though I felt like I wasn't equipped, but it, it didn't matter. I just went on with the charge, and it was amazing. It was an amazing conference. I had mime dancers from my church. They came in, nice um, people. I had a, a pianist. I tried to use the youth to do all of the things so I could showcase their talents, because even though it was my conference, it wasn't even about me. I didn't really want to get up there and do poetry, but I wanted to speak and help them to heal or to touch those things that they don't openly, you know, say to other people or they don't feel comfortable. And so it was amazing for me. And it was just, I was excited that God chose me to do that and to give to others in that capacity. And I'm excited that you listen. So many times individuals are giving visions, they're giving charges that they're like, no, not me. I can't do this. But you, 
listened and you followed, and it's because of your wisdom, because of your following, that many writers sometimes never even publish their work, but but you self-publish your freshman book, mm-hmm. Expressions of the Mind, Body, and Soul. What was it at that point that made you decide, rather than reaching out to a publisher, I'm going to do this thing right here, and I'm going to publish this book today? Well, it, it's because, I, like I said, I researched a lot because once they, well, I, I think, too, 2007, that's what I, they did my first at the League of American Poets, but probably like a year a year after that, a year or two after that, I decided to, like, get into another contest. And so they wanted to publish it as well. And so then, then that's when the light bulb turned on. I said, well, LaDonna, they want to you know, they, they, they think that it is good enough. You know, they, they read it and it's quality and they want to put it in. So why don't you just research enough to do it yourself? And so that's what I started to do. I said, okay, I'm not going to put it in the, in the next anthology. I'm going to do this thing myself. So I researched and researched and I found the company and I, I went on and self-published. I started, uh, it took me three months to do it because I had been writing all my life. I basically was already prepared. I took 50 of the poems that I had when I was from growing up as a teenager, and I took 50 of the ones up until 2010, and I put them all in the book. And that was how, you know, my journey, that was my journey through working through things, through thought processes, through healing, through, you know, crying out to anger, through love, relationship. It was everything that I felt that I had in, in me as a poet, as an artist, as an author, as a child of God. I wanted to test you know, my, the waters with my skills. And so I put everything, you know, that he had given me into that first book. And um, it, it was amazing. And you know what? It is the titles that I find that truly amaze me. And it lets me know, even from the title alone, they're there to inspire. Title says, until tomorrow comes, lessons shatter pieces being restored. How many people feel like they've been shattered? and need to be restored. Five moments with God, those moments that we have to go to our prayer closet, if some like to say, or even their war room. We have to have those mm-hmm. moments with God. So just your titles alone has me just completely mesmerized. Your skills are very far and broad. Because beyond, excuse me, I do apologize, everyone, but beyond the poetry, beyond the research, because you spoke a lot about research, y'all heard of that. With her research, she got her BA in social work from Alcorn State University. So any Alcorn people on the line, big shout out real quick. Um, absolutely. Got your degree in counseling studies with your master's, which is definitely imaginable with the line of work that you do with being able to motivate and encourage. So not only does she have the voice, but she has the words that she writes. She also has the research and the studies to back her up. And with all of that has come various awards for her. Now, I've normally spoken about being inducted in the Who's Who Black Mississippi, the certificate of congratulations, but that's just the beginning for this wonderful queen, you all. She's been nominated for the Toledo <laughs> Women in Business Award, runner-up for the writer category, number two and number three on Amazon's best-selling top 100, March Book of the Month, DJ Gatsby Book Club. 2014 DJ Gassy's Book Club Literary Award and Poetry. Her bio and her profile, we could have for <laughs> hours just on the magazine appearances, the radio appearances, the TV show. 
appearances. So I'm just letting y'all know, please make sure that you are following her. I have placed her page in the event page. Facebook got a little upset. They said I was posting too much. You all know I like to post during the show, but it's making me take pictures of tigers, so I got to stop before they will not allow me to create any further event pages. But definitely I encourage everyone to reach out to Donna. Allow her spirit to be a restoration for you. Allow her to help you. Allow her to guide you through until tomorrow comes. Some people don't know how to get through the day, but until tomorrow comes, will help you. Listen, shattered mm-hmm. pieces being restored. We all have fallen short of the glory of God. We have all said none of us are perfect or paper clear. Something has happened, but she guides you through her life, through her story, and shows you how to be restored. Well, that I know I'm going to have to get y'all five moments of God since <laughs> 31 days devotional of life lessons so you can look at it every day. A new devotional right. each day. And double up on those months don't got 30 days. Hey, you know, nothing wrong with that. <laughs> but she has truly shared her expressions to us today. I do want to give the callers on the line the ability to ask any questions. Also provide any feedback okay. that they may have for you as well this evening. So, LaDonna, once again, my hat goes off to you. I thank you once again so very much for joining us. And tonight, we're going to let our callers find out just a little bit more about Ms. LaDonna. I'm going to go ahead and bring in our first caller. Let's see who we have on the line tonight. Greetings and salutations. Welcome to Inspirational Expressions. Who do I have on the line tonight? Mr. Automatic Harris Mac, the Lyrical Legend. <laughs> Hi, little Welcome to the show, love. How are you? How are you doing, darling? Hi. <laughs> I have a call Hi. in a while. I'm still fine. I have a call in a while, but you know my heart's always with you. You know. Well, I absolutely love and appreciate it. How have you been enjoying the show so far? I, I'd say um, it's been a, a great show so far, you know, and I like what the uh, lady is doing. Um, you know, Thank you. Uh, it's it's very powerful to have a poem that could touch someone. You never know um, what that does for someone. You know, mm-hmm. you might save somebody's life. Somebody might have thought they had nothing to live for. You never right. know. You know. You're right. And they listen to that poem and they become very inspired and, you know. Mm-hmm. So I, I think it's a wonderful thing. I think it's a challenge that we must take <laughs> as poets. Right. Well, yeah. Thank you so much. I thank you so much, and that that is true. Cause I, I write because, like you say, you never know, you know, who is it going to touch or, you know, who is it for. But as long as we put it out there in the atmosphere, it will reach the person that it is for and the ears that need to hear it. So I thank you for your comments. I do. I, I do have a poem. I know what time you're doing your poem. Like, I have to so like let's start. Let's let's start back. You know, we're always open for change and tithing and where it leads, because you know the spirit leads this show every Sunday. So, without further ado, lyrical engine, we are going to allow you to begin to give back to our dynamic future this evening, and just to set her expectations as well, because we want to give you the ability to share and help and encourage as well, Lavana. 
So without you okay. at the closing of the show, um, you can pick any form that you want. Um, if you want to go ahead and kind of skim through the pages as to what you would like to share this evening, because I want to make this a platform for you as well. Okay. okay. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, you already know the lyrical engine. We're warming up. The stage is yours, my dear. All right. This poem is called The Messiah. All right. Our Father, the child of heaven, I'll be thy name. Thy kingdom come on earth as in the heaven. Because this day our daily bread, but forgive our trespass and be good to trespass because we to. I guess uh, me is not too temptation, but the earth from evil. Thine is kingdom, power and glory forever. All I heard was, Jesus is not real. Jesus my imagination. All I saw was, beware of the false prophecy, the one to call the Messiah. All I heard was, Jesus is not real, just my imagination. All I saw was beware of the false prophecy, the one they call the Messiah. Speak the words like I speak truth. Jesus spoke a word of my tongue. Revelation, they come to the light. Not be weak to the false theory. I would not sell out my faith. God seems to have my have a special place. I will not erase the miracle. Jesus, I speak the miracle. Flames of names, hell awaken. Key to the willing, full free, but chained to blind thoughts. Remember who Jesus is. Our Father, which I have, I'll be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Because this day, our daily prayer, because our trespass, because those who trespass, it gives us. We it's not to temptation, but to learn some evil. Down to kingdom, power and the glory forever. All I heard was, Jesus is not real, just my imagination. All I saw was, beware of the false prophecy, the one to call the Messiah. All I heard was, Jesus is not real, just my imagination. All I saw was, beware of the false prophecy, the one to call the Messiah. Why should I care? The miracle is here. Do not European with lies. Born in a major black, no lies. The words will come to truth. Came too long to give up now. Jesus died for those that follow. Just to remind me there are things worth dying for. I saw F Jesus. Why the hate? No relate, no understanding. The blind refuse to see. Stuck in the sight. Jesus is real. Miss Automatic Charismatic Delirical Engine. Our Father which I have in, I'll be thy name. Thy kingdom come. That will be done on earth as in heaven. But to give this day our daily prayer. Forgive us trespass. Forgive those who trespass against us. Be us not temptations, but deliver us of evil. Thine is the kingdom, power and the glory forever. Amen. All I heard was. Jesus is not real, just my imagination. All I saw was, beware of the false prophecy, the one to call the Messiah. 
See, all I heard was, Jesus is not real, just my imagination. All I saw was, beware the false prophecy, the one to call the Messiah. Turn me off, wrap me up, and just call the finish line, and drive the Messiah. And drive. You did that, Miracle Engine. You always wrap the engine, and you always get us ready, and you know, I love how you kept putting the prayer repetitive in that piece because a lot of times, you know, people say, I don't know how to pray. If you don't know but just that prayer or a small prayer on your own, and, you know, a lot of times people like to say, you know, I I can't believe it because I can't see it. But I'm going to even go back to a sermon that I heard today at church where it talks about, you know, when you hear it coming when you feel that it's coming, you don't have to see it. He even went back to when we were little kids, everybody on the phone line, and he said, you know, you heard the song, and he actually played it on loudspeaker. He played the ice cream truck music. And, you know, you get excited as a kid, and it could be a couple of months down the road. You didn't see it, but you knew it was mm-hmm. coming. You heard it and knew that it was coming. So know that God is coming. You don't have to see him. But you can hear him and feel him in the inside and on the outer angels that he places in each of our lives, such as yourself, Lyrical Engine. So thank you so very much for an amazing, dynamic piece, sir. Oh, you're welcome. Uh, You're welcome, you know. Um, If you were to come back to me, I got another one. Um, You know, uh, um, I do got to go to work tonight, but hopefully I can, um, you know, but I am enjoying the show, you know. Great piece. It is um, always a pleasure to have you, Miracle Engine, and I thank you so very much. I've been missing your voice, absolutely, so I cannot wait. I will definitely bring you back in, but I do want to give our dynamic queen on the line, yes. Rosanna Marie, because I don't want to just limit her to one uh, Oh, yes, I want to listen to her myself. <laughs> Look at you showing out. We are going to also give you the ability to speak of the various things that you have going on as well. So if you'll give me just a few moments, if you're sticking there with me, I know you have to go to work this evening, but I do want to give LaDonna the opportunity to definitely highlight more than just one piece this evening before the ending of the show. So without further ado, y'all know I like to talk. I'm going to shut my mouth and I'm going to listen. Okay. All righty. Thank you. So the poem that I'm going to read is I'm going to read the poem called Conversations with, with a Child. And it says, hold your head up, little child. You've got some tough skin. Don't you let anyone tell you you can never achieve your dreams. Don't you ha- hold your, hang your head down in shame because of where you live and what you don't have. Just tell them who your father in heaven is. He is the God Almighty, and he holds all of your promises in his hand. You are to have promises of treasures and wealth, and to be a lender and not a borrower. Hold your head up, little child. Stay focused on your future. Keep your goals in your heart. Live with expectancy and do your part, and God will do the rest. Hey, little child, hold your head up high. Stay encouraged. The hurt you feel now won't last forever, and the brighter days are coming ahead. Never feel alone, for God is always with you. Conversations with a child. Mm, mm, mm. Very well written. 
I absolutely loved it. Conversation with a child, get down on their level. Letting them know because mm-hmm. so many times as you walk the streets of various communities, it doesn't matter what city, what state, what country you're in, you will always catch a child with their head hung low. The message mm-hmm. that you give is hold your head up high. Never allow anyone to kill your dreams. It may not matter where your father is, your worldly father, even your mother as well, but tell them mm-hmm. who your heavenly father is that he has the promises of treasure and wealth. You give them a charge to live with expectancy, to stay encouraged mm-hmm. and know that brighter days are coming. Thank God I don't look like what I've been through, but brighter right. days are always coming. And our lives, at, at this point, we can acknowledge and recognize, LaDonna, that sometimes our trials and our testimonies that we have are to encourage someone else to allow them to have that relationship, that one-on-one with the Heavenly Father. Maybe they wouldn't have known them or even heard about them. And so your love and your encouragement and upliftment is displayed. So I thank you so very much for sharing tonight's conversations with the child. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Thank you. You are welcome, Queen. And I am going to up next bring up one of my poet buddies, my friends, my colleagues, not other than Mr. J.N.K., Joseph Nathaniel King himself. Welcome to the show, love. How's it going? Uh, good evening. and um, I'm enjoying the show, and uh, I think this is the first time I was on for this new year. So um glad to see, um, well, thank God that you're still, you know, flowing and, you know, taking it to the to the next level, not being like last year, but, being what your heart's desires are for today and um and for the future I congratulate um all that your heart Thank and desires are putting forth and and it's not a it's not a personal thing, it's a it's a godly thing because it's you you mm-hmm. that you stated in your poetry and just your personality that it's not about you because I never really heard I I I I really heard um as he led me or gave me or spoke to me and that's what a lot of people um, need to do because it's not about us. We can't wake ourselves. Mm-hmm. We can't, we can't uh, feed ourselves the energy or the even the brain uh, power to even uh, go through the day. And we just mm-hmm. imagine how awesome God is being a spiritual being. Right. Um, but I don't want to get into that because I can go on for days and days. <laughs> All right, I feel you. <laughs> I feel but you, you know Thank what? You. When you have those rants, it's a beautiful thing, J&K. And little do you know, you just spoken yourself into something that we will discuss um, after tonight's show. But I am definitely looking forward to being able to hear you dialogue and be able to discuss with the public and the masses because you are truly an inspiration yourself as well, J&K. So I thank you for joining and being a part of the Inspirational Expressions venue and the venture that will continue to go as long as I have breath in my body. And one thing... And one thing that I wanted to mention while J&K had us on hold, um, I did want to make sure to also highlight another wonderful skill in which LaDonna Marie is presented because it's not just LaDonna Marie, it's LaDonna Marie took and applies it. And they're seeking to expand the team. So they're looking for individuals with their book projects to build a legacy of empowerment. If you are an editor, cover designer, proofreader, and ghostwriter, 
There are also seeking interns that are interested as well. So please send your resume and sample to info at LaDonnaMarie.org. Once again, that's info at LaDonnaMarie.org. Just wanted to make sure I did throw that out there um, for all of us that are on the line. Oh, absolutely. I got you, sis. I got you. Those that have seen the event page, there are also SoundCloud clippings that you can listen to um, from LaDonna Marie with You Are Enough, Be Encouraged, Arise. So please search her up on SoundCloud. I've YouTube this wonderful queen. I would be posting it right now. But Facebook doesn't want me to, but it's okay because I'm still going to spread the message. I'm still listening and following my direction. <laughs> you are absolutely you. welcome. And for those individuals on the line wanting to know, well, I'm, I'm feeling her. I'm, I'm right there with her. Where can I get all of this wonderful inspiration other than one? You can go to LaDonnaMarie.org where you can purchase eloquent love notes, the lessons, shattered pieces being restored that we've spoken about, conversations with God, quiet moments with God as well, until tomorrow comes. And you can even get a bundle package. Yeah, you know, we love bundle deals, you know, get our best for our <laughs> things. So definitely take a look at the bundle package that she has. She has six tips to publishing a book. You heard here on Inspirational Expressions, she self-published herself. And also, if you want to represent, if you want to also wear it on your body, you have a shirt that you're also able to have until tomorrow comes. It is a T-shirt, and it is going available right now for just $18.50. So please ensure that mm-hmm. you are supporting the cause and everything this wonderful queen does. What I'm going to do very quickly, because I know J&K had to place this on hold, and he may be at work. I'm, I'm, I'm going to go ahead. Mm-hmm. Oh, you are back. Yes, I apologize. I was unexpected. Oh, you're okay, mm-hmm. love. We know things happen, J&K, but I did want to give you the opportunity, definitely to speak to our wonderful queen and give back as well if you had a piece that you wanted to share this evening. Yes, I also wanted to say, um, I mean, I, I, I think all the way back from Port Radio, uh, You've been doing it for a minute. Um, you can so <laughs> uh, you you should be teaching classes of how to be a, a host and a hostess because it's like, I mean, to be real, a lot of a lot of people do it with the energy and the intent. They even know how to critique, but it's not it's not a lot of professionalism in it. So I just see that maybe an idea to come up with some later down the road. Oh but my okay. You made me feel so wonderful. Thank, <laughs> thank you so much, Dan Kane. And I, I have, like you said, I have been doing it for a while with Poet Radio and with Enigmatic Expressions as well. And as LaDonna speaks to you, know, you have to just listen sometimes. And, and that's what I had to do. I had to listen. I used to allow my poetry just to be in the pages of my notebook and did nothing with it. I had a joy and a desire and a yearning for poetry and had a desire to be able to go to open my sessions, but as a single mom, I didn't have that ability to do so. So I wanted to be that channel for other single mothers or those that may not be able to leave home. They may not be able to go down 15 minutes down the road to a poetry set to still give them that platform to allow it, as she said so beautifully, to heal, encourage, and empower. So I thank you so very much, J&K. Those words are mirrored right back at you, King. It's better to show love than to hate. For real. 
What you say, I love it. And one thing I'm going to do very quickly, because LaDonna wasn't even expecting this, but this is one that I want to share. It is through the words of LaDonna Marie, but it's the voice of enigmatic mahogany. Because so many times people feel like they're the only one. Sometimes they need to know that, hey, someone else has gone through. They've made it through. It can be an inspiration. So without further ado, I'd like to share a piece that I fell in love with from LaDonna. I can relate. See, it, it took God to pull me up where, where others had torn me down. Living a life of shame by situation and surrounds that was a part of my existence. And instead of entrapment, not knowing where to go, who to call, what to say, how to think, so I can relate. Heart has been shredded by people and spiritual forces on a sonnet to kill, steal, and destroy. My joy and peace hot in my life by being subjected to a false sense of self, misguided and misconstructed, so I can relate. LaDonna M. Cook, I can relate. I tell you, when it got me down in my gut, because so many times people feel like, hey, I'm a mess. Nobody can love me. Nobody can fix me. I can't do this. I can't inspire but I can relate. I was once that person that felt that I had no voice. You find your voice. And it's those that come to encourage and motivate you. So that's why we continue to do what we do on a day-to-day basis. So I thank you for that piece, Ms. LaDonna. All right, all right, all right. So at this time, you know I got my wonderful brother, J-N-K in the building. You know we can't have a show without allowing J-N-K to make his mark. So, J-N-K, did you find a piece that you wanted to share on the airwaves tonight, my dear? Yes, I'm, I'm ready. All right, J-N-K, well, the stage is yours. It's time to get it in. The expression. My brain and my heart begins to navigate to one another, hoping that I can find a way to release myself without the police coming or emergency EMS to come give me back into my life. I'm hoping that if I'm on a stage and people can identify with what I'm going through in my head, that they can visualize with their own train of thought and the things that they're going through because I am a test among me. And for me to be able to speak, you must be able to receive. Don't take me for granted. Stop pushing me around. Don't push me over the edge. I'm ready to flip. If you can pray for me, I will be a better off than you arguing with me. I'm not always in the best of moods, so when I'm falling off the edge or off balance, give me a V8. I'm hoping that everybody who can see my heart and breathe in my own nostrils that this is not an easy task. So when the rains fall, don't think that there's joy or pain, but it's just a change. Because whatever is happening, the flesh must take first in the spirit. The first poetic one that came was God. He said in Genesis, let there be. And he said, let there be. And he said, it was good. That means I'm good. That means you're good. There's no sin that's greater than another. It's 
us who judge one another. We look at color, we look at size, we look at creed, the way we smell, the way we are not gifted or talented or anointed, but if we just love one another, if we can just pick up one another when we're falling out instead of pushing each other down six feet deep, emotionally, spiritually, and physically, we can save more lives, but our ghetto mentality and our brain is that we go to church, we say, praise the Lord, and sing a couple hymns and then sing a couple songs, but inside, so many are hurting because they haven't been delivered, they haven't got the they haven't been restored. They haven't even met Jesus Christ. And, and they haven't even acknowledged him as their Lord and Savior because the preacher just wants a $50 line, a $100 line. And if you can do more, then you'll be blessed because this is the no world order. And this is trials and tribulations, right? And this is time that we can just bring people to the wheelchair and bring them to the altar. But the preacher says it's time for them to go because he's really not appointed by the Almighty. He's really appointed. I mean, cursed by the God of this world because he's here to take our finances. But how can we be blessed if we're cursed because we're cursed because we're not serving a real God? We have replaced them with worldly religions. And peace. Mm. Mm-hmm. When I tell you that was a PSA, J&K, public service announcement, <laughs> the expression, and you know I love when you tie an expression between the brain and the heart and navigating the releasing without the police cutting on a stage to identify, see, I am a testimony as well, J&K. So you have to be able to receive, stop taking me for granted, pray for me, don't fight with me, don't argue with me. Give me a DAC, my heart. This is not an easy task. Do we think about things in the flesh? But before it gets to the flesh, it has to happen to the spirit first. Let there be no sin greater than another. Don't look at the size, the color, the creed. Love one another. Because you know what? At the end of the day, love is going to save more lives. Should we talk about something very serious today? And can I appreciate you for bringing it to the forefront? See, people go to church, they praise God, they sing hymns, but Guess what? Some of those that may even be on the deacon roll or the motherboard have never met Jesus Christ. Let's talk about the trials and tribulations. Let's make it real. See, we become to get cursed. Why? Because, see, we're praising a worldly religion. We're not praising the heavenly religion for the God, the Father, that's up above. So thank you, thank you once again, J and K, for keeping it real tonight, an inspirational expression. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. You great. did that, great piece. Really <laughs> <laughs> that was a great piece. Well, up next, everyone, without further ado, you know who is coming up next. The other half of Soul Expressions, my soul companion, if he can, um, he has the children trying to keep him down from me during the show. I know y'all probably didn't hurt him. He's <laughs> a little rowdy, but up next is Mrs. Tyrone Soul Williams. Welcome to the show, love. How's it going? I'm doing good, baby. How about you? I'm enjoying myself and having a good old time for the dawn of the night. <laughs> uh, I hear, I hear, I hear. <laughs> I like. I would like to congratulate Ladonna Marie on uh, her uh, success. Um, we've been friends since That's I began right. on on Facebook. It's uh, yeah. finally, it's finally good to meet you, uh, voice. You hey. know, as, as voice, <laughs> So you know, um, I can't say that you know. Like, you know, I followed you for a while. You know, I love your work. You know, you're very spiritually 
inspiring, you know, and, and God bless you. Just keep your head up, um, man, and uh, hopefully one day you can Thank come you. bless, you know, come bless our mic. We would love we um, we would love to have you up here. Sure, thank you. I look for, look. I look forward to it. we putting it in the atmosphere. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, you know we gotta do it, y'all. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, at this time, Mr. Soul Williams, before the kids get too rowdy, I definitely want to give you the opportunity to get back to our dynamic scene this evening through your poetic chant. So, did you have a particular piece that you wanted to share on the mic tonight? Uh, yeah, this is a new piece I wrote. Um, I would like to share with everybody. I mean, because I feel like, you know, everybody feel like this at a point of time in their life. Um, not necessarily saying this is how I'm feeling. It's just, you know, I go off a lot of vibes, so pretty much I write whatever comes out the air. And this piece is called The Battle Within. Each day I look in the mirror and see explosions, explosion of a wall only I can see. I found shelter in the habitat of a wall surrounding me, and although this wall is blocking my pain, I am still soaked by the rain. It's only then the loneliness begins to sink in, and I am alone. To struggle with the man in the mirror, so I hide my feelings in a nutshell of forget, so that they no longer exist. Walk around with a frown for I no longer smile as I fade into the shade of not being seen. Tears fill my eyes, yet I cannot cry. So there's nothing that drains down my cheeks, just watery eyes that no one recognizes. So I hide what I feel because to others it's not real. As I continue to walk, I find myself stepping on landmines in my own defeat. The pain was one and I cannot fight anymore. Standing tall in a brick wall, I wonder if I'm safe with no one to talk to. So who can I run to? Behind this awakened, this awkward feeling as I feel water up to my waist. Soon my head was be under and I salted water I would taste. Drowning in my own despicable space. I can see the light. So I turn around and I start to chisel at the wall. I cannot give up. For... I want to live to win the battle with them. And that's that piece. Mm, mm, mm. That is that piece, though, William. No, that's and right. people struggle with that mm-hmm. battle within. So I, I thank you for bringing light. Because so many people see the explosion, they find the shelter of the wall, blocks the pain, but yet they're still exposed by the rain. So you're struggling with that man in the mirror. For those queens, you struggle with that woman in the mirror. You no longer have a smile upon your face mm-hmm. and frown and watery eyes that no one recognizes. But at some point, you can no longer fight. You begin to ask and wonder, who can I run to? You can feel the mm-hmm. rest of your waist. You can't see the light begin to trickle at that wall because why? You're wanting to live. You're wanting to proceed. You're wanting to be able to smile and no longer frown. Thank you so very much, Mr. Tyrone So Williams. Thank you, my Thank you for that. Thank you, LaDonna. Uh, and many blessings to you. And hopefully we'll meet in person soon, you know, uh, <laughs> as the time goes by. Uh, yeah. I thought to everybody that was on the line, you know, 
J&K, that was an awesome piece. Automatic, you know what it is. You know, everybody that's listening, you know, keep your head up, keep faith alive, and, and keep striving. You know, strive for the betterment of yourself. That's what's that. Thank you so very much, hon. Thank you, Beth. And what we're going to do tonight, everyone, as always, we want to get back to our wonderful future. And how could we do that without me getting back to this wonderful queen tonight? So the order for the remainder of the show, I will deliver one final piece. LaDonna Marie will be closing out with a final piece and any closing remarks. So with that being stated, I'm going to share my pleasantries before the ending of the show. Please ensure that you tune in and support the POET Radio Network for the remainder of the week. You know that we bring a show every day, whether it be on Fort Radio, whether it be on Block Talk, whether it be on the wonderful Peril Entertainment Network, BSR, Sony Network for the same exact mission and goal to help, to encourage, to empower, to uplift. That is what we are here for. I pray that everyone is safe in their week. You always know that we will be back same place, same time next Sunday. And once again, the final voice will not be enigmatic mahogany this evening. I will do one piece, and then the show will be closed out with our dynamic future LaDonna Marie. I do want to thank you once again, LaDonna, for taking the time out of your schedule to join us here on Inspiration and Expression. You're so welcome. I appreciate you, Queen. Now, the first time you were visited, but you got to come on back. You're at home now, so <laughs> no first time that you come on in, open the refrigerator, get you something to eat and drink, but definitely make yourself at home. It has been a pleasure. I hope that you enjoy my gift back to you, and then I'm going to let you have the mic and take us out. Um, tonight, I'm going to share the signature piece. I'm definitely with the direction of the show and the inspiration that's been presented. This goes out to those that may not want to hold their head up. Can't stop, won't stop. Pressing forward, no matter the setback, God has my comeback in place. At times I go weary, at times I go sad, and, and sometimes I go, Donnie, y'all, I just want to throw it all in. But then I'm reminded of just how blessed I truly am. No matter the trial or tribulation, no matter the sin when it's past, you too are saved by his amazing grace. See, I'm quickly reminded of the story of Elijah. Elijah was a prophet sent to the people closer to God, but see, Elijah faced much adversity. All of the people mocked his Lord and Savior. Queen Jezebel had even sent his life to be taken in response to all her followers being killed by the order of Elijah. Elijah became discouraged after all God had done to prove that he was indeed God. Elijah became angered that his life was still in danger. But then God showed up in that cave and showed his power, just like he did in Hurricane Katrina. See, God sent a wind to step mm-hmm. the rocks of the mountains. Then next came an earthquake that shook the mountains. The land around him became consumed with fire. When things, people, and the storms began to rage around us, we had to hear God's voice, conversations with God. When we began to spread and worry, God is there. When we can't see tomorrow, we just have to silence ourselves and listen to his voice. Am I speaking to you? Yes, so William. Quit trying to solve your own transgressions and leave them on the altar. See, see God is to say, me far beyond my imagination, J.N.K. See, 1 Corinthians 10, 13 states it best. 
they have no temptation taking you, but such as is common to men. But God is faithful, who will not suffer you to be tempted above that you are able, but will with the temptation also make a way to escape, that ye may be able to bear it. Do you may feel like you're about to fall over that cliff. You may feel that you have your wits in lyrical engines. Remember, in life, there are no easy roads. We will get discouraged. People will try to tear us down, but at the end of the day, we can't stop, won't stop. But God has it a safety. He will never leave nor forsake you. See, our failures and our shortcomings do not cause God to lose faith in us. Know that he is not done with us yet. We will go on to do great things. Stay encouraged, but sometimes you have to encourage yourself. When you get to feeling down and feel there's no way out, remember the story of Elijah. Can't stop, won't stop. Maybe you can't find yourself in Elijah. How about Jacob, Gideon, David, and Solomon? Just common folks. See, I can relate. See, Jacob was known as the mouth of deception, Gideon insecure, David an adulterer and murderer, Solomon an unlike lover. But see, God used all of them and can use us too. See, God used Jacob's life to secretly prophesy about the Messiah's first coming to earth. Gideon was summoned to call an army. Through David's life, God built a king, Solomon, with granted wisdom. So no matter the world you may have tried, no matter if you had a child out of wedlock, no matter if you've been incarcerated, no matter if you're struggling with an addiction, no matter if you're depressed, no matter if you tried to commit suicide, you and I can still be used. Can't stop, won't stop. And that's that piece. The stage is LaDonna's. Good night, everyone. She is standing here in the mirror, face-to-face with herself, no makeup to accentuate her face, no blush brushed across her cheeks, no vibrant colors outlining her eyes, no lip gloss as she puckers her lips. Here she stands looking at herself, and she's there, yet she sees beauty. Her outward appearance is what you see, but her inner features is who you meet. Grace and love are the very foundation on which she is built. Her frame is small and frail, but her determination is courageous and enormous. This girl who was once afraid to be herself, now authentically, she can't run from being herself. She has staff and she has class. She's an advocate and fighter for the underdog, whom many think they don't have a chance. But they shine victorious because God says they can. If you know her, in her spirit, there's a light that guides her into unknown places. So she trusts in him and stands the test of time, knowing this too shall pass. She can say today, she can stand today and say, she has washed away doubt and fear. She couldn't care less about the naysayers, for this is her dream, and God gave it to her, and so shall she live it. Never saying she doesn't get down, but the Bible says that the devil prowls near, so stay, so she stays equipped with the bread of life. Again, the Bible says, whom shall I fear? And with God on her right side, her vision is crystal clear. So she looks to the hills with joy and a humble heart, wisdom and understanding of what God's part is. Even though she walks through the valley and the shadow of death, one thing she can count on, what God says about her. He will never leave her or forsake her. 
and his love is real. Thank you so much. Thank you, Queen. Good night, everyone. Be safe. And LaDonna, we will be in contact, my dear. All right. Have a best night, everyone. Thank you. You too, Queen. Bye.